episode 60. Please like, subscribe, comment, and share if you have time. Alright, that's all I got. So, hey, enjoy the rest of the episode. Love y'all. What is up, everybody? How's it going? Welcome to episode 60 of the Last Cycle Heart Podcast. Yes, sir, we made it. The big 6-0. We're six sets of 10 in. Is that what I like to go? Yeah, we're six sets of 10 in. To the last I Go Heart podcast, dude. I, we gotta give a round of applause to that. We made it to another set of ten. Let's go, baby. Six zero. Woo wee! I got the headband. I'm rocking the headband again. Yes, sir. Look at me. Oh, I've been getting compliments on it. Dawson, you're really rocking the headband. Well, guess what? I'm gonna keep wearing it. Dawson, I don't really see a lot of people with the headband. Keep it going. I I'm, don't worry. I'm keeping it going. Hey, Dawson, you got that Trevor Lawrence look. Hey, hold on. I got that what look. You kind of look like Trevor Lawrence, man. I appreciate it, maybe. I mean, I, I got. I mean, I had to pull up some pictures of him. You know, I don't watch a lot of football. I'll be honest, but I do pay attention to how people look. And if I'm going to be compared to somebody, I got to look at what they look like. And I, I can kind of see it. You know, I got the long hair, the headband. That's, that's about it. And so I guess I'll take it. But then I started seeing on Twitter that he's not playing so good. He's not doing so hot. And I kind of don't want to be compared to a guy that's not even doing good at his own career. I don't. This guy's supposed to be getting paid to play a game. And he's not even good at the game he's playing. And I don't want some drunk guy coming out of the sports bar. They see me in a headband with the long hair. And they're like, hold on. Is that... Is, hold on. Is that... Is that Trevor... Yo, hey, come here. This guy is Trevor Lawrence. You look a lot like Trevor Lawrence, okay? I'm a huge Jaguars fan. No, you come here. Come here. You look like Trevor Lawrence, and I'm going to beat you up just because I'm so mad with how he's playing right now. I No, come here. I'm like, and I get beat up by a drunk guy because somebody, because he thinks I'm Trevor Lawrence. I just can't take it anymore. I mean, literally, I had a guy at a gas station go, hey, you look like Trevor Lawrence. And I'm like, yeah, thank you. And he goes, yeah, he's not doing so good for my fantasy. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. Am I supposed to take the headband off now? Like you're you're reminding me of the disappointment my family of my fantasy is. Oh, okay. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry, sir. I just yeah. Take the headband off and get out of my store. So I don't want to be compared to Trevor Lawrence. I just can't take it. My my mental like I can't. I my mental game right now is not even strong enough to begin with. And you know I like being credited that I look good in the headband, but please don't compare me to. Step it up, Trevor. That's what I'm trying to get at. Step it up, Trevor Lawrence. If I, 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 my life is on the line because of you. Start throwing the, whatever. Take the ball, the inflatable leather thing, and start tossing it better. Okay. Start tossing it in the wide receivers on the Jaguars. I don't even know who the who are the Jaguars wide wide receivers. Wide receivers. Come on. Who who do we got going on here? There, be, there better be good. I'm going to call you out by names. What, the depth? What is it, a depth chart? Okay. Marvin Jones Jr. Who are you, okay? You're a junior. You're supposed to step it up in the family. Catch the pigskin, okay? Catch it. Do your job, okay? Where's the other wide receiver? Christian Kirk. Your name's Christian, okay? You're. I'm a Christian, Step it up. Catch the pigskin. I want you to do, do whatever you got to do. Zay Jones. That's an awesome name. Zay. I've never... The first name is Zay. You got a really cool name. How cool would it be if you could step it up and catch the pigskin being thrown by my boy, Trevor Lawrence? Now, as for Trevor Lawrence, I don't even know what your uh, stats are. Let's look at the, Let's look at the stats. 1,300 yards. I guess that's okay. I don't even I don't even care about looking at this anymore. My point is is if I'm going to be compared to somebody, I hope they're doing good. You know, I hope they're doing good in life. And that's what the really big thing is is and I just don't feel 
I have two two cons or two people that I was compared to in my life that or not compared to that I look alike in my life and that they're just, you know, they didn't really step it up in the game of life. It's it's Trevor Lawrence and my father, you know, because one made my mom bad every time she looked at me. And then now one makes all the drunk guys in the sports bar mad every time they look at me and they think of Trevor Lawrence. It's just like your disappointment, not in only your father's side, but also Trevor Lawrence, like the, some other guy that you look like. Man, I just have the worst luck ever. You know what? Let's change it up to something positive. You know, I was like, you know what? I want to look up somebody that I actually look like that could be on the positive side. So I started looking around and I looked up long-haired things because I'm a long-haired guy. And I found this Afghan hound. Do you know what an Afghan hound is? We're going to pop up a picture. This thing is looking sexy. This picture right here, that's me if I was a dog. No joke. The I mean, whoo, the wind blowing a little bit. Dude, I'm an Afghan hound. I'm going to get, I'm going to get one of these dogs whenever I get settled in life. Ooh, a little punk rock right there. A little action, a little punk rock Afghan hound on that one. Man, some of these dogs need to be into Pantene commercials and shampoo commercials. Man, they just be, look at that. Look at being the blow dryer. That's me. It, that's me blowing drying my hair. In the mornings. Or not in the mornings. Maybe in the evenings. Actually, I don't even blow dry my hair. If I blow dry my hair, that's what it would look that's what I would look like right there. Afghan hound. I'm gonna get one of those. I'm gonna put a headband on it. So it would look identical. So it would look like an evolution and we would be walking around looking like an evolution chart. Just my Afghan hound and it evolved into me. That's literally like that's my distant relative. Just I'm walking but the Afghan hound didn't fully develop to be a Dawson. I, I was the Afghan hound that fully, you know, developed into who I, who I am today. But if I get one of those, I'm going to get it some headbands. Oh man, that's going to be so sick. That's going to be so sick. If I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to get an Afghan hound and put a headband on it. That's what I'm talking about, baby. Oh, I love it. But yeah, look alike starting out episode 60 strong. I'm sorry for coming in late with another episode. I'm sorry. I, I feel so bad. Just one of my many shortcomings. But I got my comfort things going on right now. I got my headband. It's it's comfortable. I got the cardigan. If you can see, I pulled out the cardigan just for some comfort reasons. Got to get that nice, nice uh, feeling all over the body. And then some caffeine. And then I got the Bible as well. I got the three C's right now. I got Christ caffeine and a cardigan that's what i'm talking about trying to get through some life recently satan hasn't been nice to your man he hasn't he's been like hitting me with some jabs i gotta put on the glasses you know the be cool glasses Ooh, did you ever grow up to that ever grow up to the 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 be cool anti-bullying videos just uh just got to breathe and just respond. Uh, we got we got to pull one of those up right now. The pull up the be cool videos right now. Man, oh, I tried to look them up earlier. I can't find any of it because this guy that started making them, what's his name? We got a James Stanfield. That dude's still making bank off these anti-bullying videos. I don't even know who's watching it. He's been around for a long time. He's been around for a long time. And I'm talking about the old ones. The beep, 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 cool. We're going to play the intro real quick. Mm, okay, let's go. Hey, y'all going to get with me on this one. Mm. Look cool. Think cool. Ha. Yeah, I don't even know the words. But I remember the look cool. You gotta be cool. You gotta look at and be cool. Oh, hey. You gotta look, act, think, and be cool. I don't even know the words, but I remember it like it was yesterday. Watching those through elementary school, I think it was for computer class back with Mozilla Firefox. Does anybody remember that? Woo! 
we would stop the cool math for a second and we would turn around and he'd be like, Hey, the teacher would be like, Hey, everybody gather around on the, on the, uh, on the rug real quick. We're going to pop in some be cool and just, uh, these, these videos, I try to look one up and you, I, whenever you get a chance, if you have $500 burning a hole in your pocket, please go buy Jane, uh, what's his, James Stanfield's uh, anti-bullying thing j just for elementary I don't even know if he has the classics anymore I know he's got the new ones but the classics were so good because what they would do is it'd just be like oh, I'm trying I'm trying to think hold, hold on so the best way I could remember it is I, I looked up a video and it was kind of similar but it would be oh Stacy we'll say Stacy she she's walking up and and Jessica comes over and just pushes Stacy and then all of a sudden, the narrator comes in and goes, Stacy just got pushed by Jessica. And Jessica's got three ways to respond. She's got the cool, she could, act, she could, oh, oh, that's what it was. That's what it was. It, it, so, so Jessica, Jessica just pushed Stacy. And Stacy's got three ways of acting and reacting. <clears throat> well, I got my tongue twisted today. We're not going to have it. But it's like Stacy just got pushed. By Jessica. Stacy's got three ways of acting to it. She could be hot, she could be cold, or she could be cool. <laughs> and then the narrator would go, hey, let's go uh, real quick and let's see how, uh, stay, uh, let's see what happens when Stacy reacts uh, when she's doing using the hot method. And then all of a sudden it'll go into Stacy going, when she gets pushed, she'll immediately go, Hey, I didn't like that so much. And then just start whooping on Jessica, giving her the uppercut, the lefty hand, the right one, just going crazy at her. And then all of a sudden, like, the narrator pop back in. It would be a freeze frame and go, Oh, that didn't work out so well. Let's see what happens when uh, Stacy uses the cold reaction. And then Jessica comes up, pushes Stacy. Stacy turns around and goes, Hey, I didn't really like it when you pushed me like that. I didn't like it at all. It made me feel, I just don't like it. And she starts crying and whatever. And then Jessica's just sitting there laughing at her going, I don't care, nerd. And just <laughs> keeps pushing her and keeps just bullying her or whatever. Makes it worse. And then narrator pauses, freeze frame again. But this is the final time. Yeah, you know the third method. The third method's already gonna it's already gonna be good. You already know what's gonna happen. It's gonna be a Stacy redemption story. Like narrator comes back in and goes, Man, those methods didn't work out. Let's see what happens when Stacy bees cool. And then it'll you know, forward back or whatever. Jesse would come in, push Stacy, and then Stacy goes And it would just pause. It would just Jessica would pause. It would just pause everything, and it would be like a freeze moment. And then Stacy would turn around, and then she'll go. She'll put on these glasses. We're gonna we're gonna put on the music for it, you know. And and I know it won't have the lightning bolts, but just imagine the the lightning around the glasses, and she'll just be like, it always starts out with a deep breath. That's always what it starts out with. Is just. And the swallow. Don't, yes, you have to add the swallow in there. It just mean, means Stacy's really thinking. I know Jessica just pushed me. She made me feel not worthy, inferior, that I was smaller than her. I feel disrespected. I could use the cold method. But no. That just make her bully me even more. I mean, I could use the hot method, but nah, it just wouldn't be worth it. Just wouldn't add anything to it. Just be, you know, find fire with fire. You know? Or I can just turn around and tell Jessica how I really feel and be cool. And then Stacy turns around, looks at Jessica, and then just, you know what, Jessica? I know you pushed me right there, but it made me feel smaller than you. I feel disrespected. And that was just flat out mean. And then Jessica just looks at her and goes, oh, I didn't know how you felt like that. 
You want to be friends? <laughs> and then it'll just like pause on them hugging. And you're just like, wow, that's how you deal with a bully? Let's go. I'm going to go use that. I'm going to go and use James Stanley Stanfield's bullying technique. I'm telling you, if anybody ever used that technique and just try to pause and turn around and take a deep breath, oh, they're getting popped in the face. <clears throat> Again, from behind. I, I, no one's ever turned around on a bully. No one ever. I, I swear, if you are getting bullied and you turn around on them, they're not just going to sit there and pause as you have a little pep talk with yourself. They're going to be like, what's this chump doing? And put you in a chokehold and give you a noogie. That's, I mean, that's just the story. I, I, it might have happened to me. It, who knows? I might have taken that a little bit too seriously, okay? It doesn't matter. But I tried to be cool. And that's what I feel like right now. I just got to I gotta put these shades back on, man. That's what I feel like right now. Just, you know, Satan coming at me at all different angles. And just, just all just from everywhere, man. Just ever since I got here to Phoenix, I can't get a break. You ever feel that in life? Just when life is just at its point of where you think that it's going to get better, then it just seems to just not get any better. That's how I was. I started my first day on the job. I know, I know some people have like, you know, they already know this. Some like only my close family and friends, no offense to everybody on last, I heart podcast, but I try to, uh, you know, I try to let them know first, you know, I think it's just out of respect. I think they're just, you know, categorized a little higher than, than y'all just a little bit. But I, uh, some people already know, but I got into a car wreck. Yes, I did. There's a huge crater in the side of my car right now. And this motorcycle was going fast. It was a motorcycle going really, really fast. And this kid just put a huge, massive crater in the side of it. And it was an awful accident. He was rushed to the hospital. From what I know of, he's stable and he's, you know, he's getting better in the hospital. So thank God. Okay. Thank God. That's awesome. And, um, my car still works. So that's another God thing as well. I, I need to get to work. I need to get from point A to point B. And guess what? God was like, I provided. And also God's got some humor in the, in the mix of it too, because in the mix of that crazy accident and everything, I was like, man, this is just awful. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, I don't know. You just have so, it just, when you're in that moment, I don't know if you've ever been in a car accident, but it just feels like a movie. You're just, your whole body just goes in like your, what's it called? Adrenaline. I think, yeah, it's just called adrenaline. You go into shock and I'm not kidding. Everything that you see, you just can't believe it's real. It's like you're watching a movie. You're like, oh, okay, I'm doing this or I'm calling 911 and, and it just feels like a movie. And then all of a sudden you get back home and reality sets in and the tears start flowing. You're like, wow, that just happened. That really just happened. I just got into a car accident. I just, that's insane. And so that's kind of what happened to me. And I had to call off my next day of work. My second day, by the way. I literally got into a wreck the first day that I had work. I went to work, but then that night I was wanting to go to the store. And then the wreck happened. And it was it was such an experience. Uh, but, no, the morning after, I was like, you know, just getting up. And I wanted to go get some fresh air. I was like, okay, I, I just woke up, had a bad morning. Still trying to process everything that happened. I wanted to go outside, get some good old air, and I open the door, and this little flyer falls out. This flyer right here is 30% off a wash in detail, son. That's what I'm telling you. If you don't believe that God has a sense of humor, oh, he does. He gave me, he was like, hey, you know what, Dawson? I know you just got into a wreck in a car accident. But, you know, I'm going to make you giggle and laugh a little bit. I'm going to give you 30% off your next car wash in detail from this company. You just lost 30% of your car. I'm going to give you 30% off. Thank you, God. Thank you. God does have a sense of humor. <laughs> that made me laugh all day, and it still makes me laugh to this day. I'm I'm. It's. I'm going to pin this up on the wall uh, on my tag, tag board behind me. But 30% off, that's hilarious. I'm writing that as a joke, too. That's going to be in the joke book. I'm writing a whole joke about it. It's just how I process things. That's how I go through life. You know, I just, you got to laugh at some things, man. It helps me. It really helps. But be cool in it, man. Be cool. Got that crater in the side of my car. If so, we're going to pop up a picture of that. You see that? Get a good glimpse of it. That guy hit me hard. 
I'm talking hard, but in the perfect spot, in the perfect spot. It's still, I mean, it drives great, but I mean, he hit me hard. It's crazy that, I mean, he didn't, I'm so glad he's alive. I'm so glad that, like, I mean, praise God about the whole thing. It's still crazy, but I mean, he hit me hard. He's got, I had to put, I put tape on it now. We're going to put a picture of it now with taped up. I took, look, that was a beautiful tape job. Okay. I don't care what you say. But it's a beautiful tape job. And people take me seriously at intersections now on. I get at an intersection. It's just like the VIP access. Like everybody's like, hey, no, we're going to let that guy go first. Because he's not scared to pull out in front of anybody. He's not scared to pull out in front of no one. Okay. He's, he's, he's going to pull right on out. He's not scared. No, you go first. It's VIP access. And look, he was going, he was going really, really fast. Okay. It wasn't my fault, but I don't know what's going to happen to the whole situation. I know Arizona has weird laws, and I don't know. It's just, I mean, it was, it was a bad, it was a bad intersection anyways. Like, I mean, there was the turning lane, and you just can't see anything. It was just a whole big, I mean, I think they need to put a light there in general. You know, they just need to put a stop sign on their side as well. So it makes it like a, a four-way or a two-way stop. I don't even know that's a thing. Or three-way stop. Make it a three-way stop. But just put a stop sign everywhere in the middle. Because it's just one long road. I know what that guy's mission was. He just wanted to just, like, I'm talking nail that road and go as fast as he can. And so, it was crazy. Man, gives me gives me chills just talking about it. It's, it was insane. Got to put my glasses back on, man. Welcome to the halfway portion of episode 60. Please like, subscribe, comment, and share if you have time. Alright, that's all I got. So, hey, enjoy the rest of the episode. Love y'all. It's been three weeks. That's a long time. It's almost been a month since I've done another episode of the Last Cycle Heart Podcast. I know. I try to stay consistent with that week-to-week stuff. I feel so bad. I hate it so much when I don't make a podcast episode. It's. I know that you guys don't really like It's like, okay, Dawson, it's not that big of a deal. I mean... It's hard to listen to one once a week. I got some things to do. And I understand that, but it's just me. It's a goal of mine. I don't know why. I just love doing it so much. And it's because I want to make every episode, like, up here the best I can make it. Because I don't want to throw out some, you know, halfway effort and just throw it out there and and be like, oh, here you go. <laughs> Here's just another episode. I didn't really put any effort into it, but here you go. And I don't want to do that. And so recently ever since I've got here to Phoenix actually it's just gotten like a little tougher and tougher and tougher and I just don't want to come out with an episode and not bring my best and 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 it's I don't know I then I read this tweet there's this girl and she was put out on Twitter she was like hey why do guys instead of going to therapy they they start a podcast I was like, oh, you know what that, that kind of hit that hit in the soul a little bit like right in the heart because I never really realized that this podcast was therapeutic, but it is. I love it. I love doing podcasts because it's nice. I get to talk, talk things out. And I'm a talker. I like to talk things out a lot. And I, I know I'm like that. And it's, I, don't, I mean, there's got to be some reason that I have 60 episodes of this podcast. So I was like, oh, you know what? Maybe every episode doesn't have to be just like the top of the line. It's just got to be real. And that's why I, and I was thinking, like, why do I like podcasts so much? Is because the ones that I listen to is they're real. They're real people, and they have real feelings. And they, they're real. They don't put on this fake persona. And I mean, some of them do, but, you know, with comics especially, it's like they, got, they maybe got this fake persona, or they're, like, trying to be more amplified and jokey or whatever. But then you can see, like, the, at least with me, I can see, like, the deeper stuff that's going on in their heart. And I can see the deeper things that they're going through, and... That's why I like a lot of these comics podcasts or especially the solo ones because they just, you know, you can sympathize with them. You can relate to them 
or they're they're entertaining and yeah sometimes you just sympathize and relate to them or you know you're like oh man i'm sorry that that's going on or i don't know it's just like one of those things and i was like okay well you know i was like you know just be real in your podcast also just be real what's so bad about being real on it and so yeah i'm going through a tough time you know i i'm i'm clinging on to god the, the best i can but satan's throwing Throwing some stuff at me, especially because I'm isolated. I'm not trying to purposely isolate myself, but that's when he gets you at your he gets you at your worst, man. He gets you at, when you're isolated. He starts whispering those lies, those those whatever those insecurities or lies that you know that you get told in your brain. You know, like the you know you're a loser. Oh God doesn't you know God doesn't love you or he wouldn't put you in this situation. Uh, you know that kind of stuff, and he'll say that kind of stuff all the time to you when you're in ice when you're isolated, and I just have been here recently trying to transition from, <clears throat> you know, you don't know what you have until you don't have it. That's what it is. You don't know what you have until you don't have it. So it's just this transition from an awesome community. I had a solid job and just some, I had friends, you know, and then I come out here and I have none of those things. And it's like, I just, it's like I press the reset button and I'm at this restart mode. I have no friends, no family, none of that out here. And I I knew that's what was going to happen whenever I got out here. Okay, I read Acts chapter 27. Uh, I don't think I've talked about this before, but there was a chapter in the Bible, like right before I moved out here, right before God started like laying out and planning out things in my life. I read Acts chapter 27, and uh, in that chapter... Paul, some of y'all may have read it, but Paul is on a ship and he's a prisoner and he's with other prisoners on the ship. And, you know, God has a goal for him and God has this thing for Paul that where he wants him to be and, and God has is doing something in Paul's life and he wants him in Rome. And so Paul's traveling and Paul in the middle of that, uh, he knew there was a storm going to be uh, trouble was going to be a brewing and he let the captain know. He's like, hey, yo, dude. Don't go this route because there's going to be a storm coming and your ship's going to start wrecking. People are going to die. Just don't go this route. Go this way. And the captain, of course, was like, shut up, prisoner. I'm going to do whatever I want. And in and the, and, and the captain's, you know, what he did whatever he wanted to do. And the ship, you know, storm came. Ship started falling apart. Some people died. But they were heading to the port of Phoenix. That is what was really intriguing to me. And Paul still made it there. Paul still made it in the midst of whatever happened. And, you know, it's like, you know, no matter what happens in life, if God has a goal for you, he's going to get you there. You know, it may be rough. The journey may be a little rough, but he's going to get you there. So I, uh, I read it the first time and I was like, okay, I, uh, I read it and, it's like, all right, cool. So if I, I took it as like, if I do things my way, like the captain, you know, if I do things my way, it's going to be a little bit of a rough battle, but I'm going to get to Phoenix. It's going to be a little rough battle, but God's going to get me there. Or I can just pray, give it to God, and then God's going to smoothly get me there. That's how I read it. That was how I read it at first. Now I'm starting to realize here being in Phoenix that it might have been a little bit of a misinterpretation for, for me. I took it as him speaking to me through his word. And it, it, it may be where he's like, look, you're going to get to Phoenix and it's going to be tough, but I'm here. I got you here. You're supposed to be in Phoenix. I was like, all right, cool. Yes, sir. And, uh, that's where I think it is right now. And it's, it, you don't know what you have until you don't have it. And that community it's something that I really miss. I'm trying to go to this church. I'm really starting to try to really find that community and just get in there. But it's, it's tough. It's like the, the church is like so much bigger than my, the church back in Arkansas. It's so much bigger. They're like the congregation is 1600 members, I think. So it's ginormous. And I'm just trying to get to know people and I'm just trying to, you know, and whatnot, make friends, but you know, it, it's hard. And I uh, have just been not purposely isolating myself, but just being in a new area. It's just very isolating. And so, like, I it, my biggest thing that I miss, honestly, 
is those once a week, um, once a week, um, the, the, like with my mentor, like I, the, the once a week little meetups, coffee sessions where I got to, you know, talk about how my week's been, how he talked about how his week's been. And it's one of those things where I really realized about myself that I just love when people just listen. I think that's how a lot of people learn is just through other people just, you know, listening to them. And then they kind of like, you know, kind of talk it out. Like how I'm doing in this podcast. I just want to come on here and just kind of talk it out. And then afterwards I'm going to do some prayer and then I'm just going to, you know, just keep on, you know, keep on leaning on Christ. And I know he's going to, you know, deliver me. And so, and, and keep pushing me forward. And, you know, and there's a whole growing experience. And I realized that, but having those like weeks with, uh, with my man, Donnie, you know, it, it was like, he was a father figure to me. And, you know, the, I, I know some people could relate to that because they don't have a, a, a father, a father in their life as a, as a male, they don't have a father in their life or some girls don't have like a mother in their life that they can lean on and go on to. And it's, and it was something that I never really had in my life before. And it was like one of those experiences where I'm like, man, like coming out here to Phoenix, I'm just like, dang, I don't have that. I don't, I haven't talked to the, I haven't talked to him much. I, I can't get that once a week coffee and stuff like that. And so it's stressful. It's really, really stressful. And I just feel Satan just like coming at me and even more because I don't have those things. And I, and I, I think what God's showing me is, is like, yo, dude, I'm here. Lean on me. And, um, you, yes, you do have that. You did have those great things in Arkansas, but I'm going to provide for you. I have you here for a reason. Are you going to trust me? And I'm like, yes, sir. (laughs) It's no easy battle, man. I've, I fell back to my old sins and my old ways for a minute. But the thing is, though, is like God's over there going the whole time that you're doing that, though, it's so beautiful. It really is. It really is so beautiful because you're going through that thing where you're struggling of keeping faith and and that God's going to do something in your life. And next thing you know, God's the whole time is just going here. Here I am. Here I am. Here I am. And then you're just like you know, just, you know, you're just fighting when he's just like, talk to me fighting when you talk to me, I'm just like, I was like for a little bit, I was just filling myself with distractions, watching YouTube, flipping, scrolling through my phone instead of reading and praying and stuff. And I was doing all those things, which made situations worse. And I don't know. It's just like, it's a whole, it's a whole different thing out here. It's a whole different thing out here. And so and, and I don't know, it, it's, it's, I don't know what God has for me out here yet, fully, of course. I, I don't know what the future holds, but I know he's got something good, got something going. I, he, you know, it's the journey and that's what I've been kept on repeating in my, seeing in my readings and, you know, pastors and just people, what people have been telling me or what I've been hearing is just like, enjoy the journey aspect. Uh, I think there was a big thing that like, I literally... One day I just went onto one of those Bible Bible reading plans, the like the, um, on on the Bible app. If you get the Holy Bible app, that those th- that thing, that app is free and it's got some really good reading reading plans. And there was one really big note that I jotted down, and it was uh, because I've been reading in First Samuel, and the this lady got a note out of Second Samuel five nineteen when it dealt with like David being in power, and then he prayed to God and goes, "Hey God, are you gonna like if if I go to the battle with the Philistines, would you let me like take them over?" And then God was like, "If you go fight the Philistines, I'll like you'll win." And then David's like, "Yes, sir." And so, if you go back to First Samuel, it made me think about Saul because Saul was in power before David, and Saul. He, in chapter 14, in verse 37, you see him asking the exact same question to God, but God didn't answer. He asked the exact thing. He's like, hey, God, if I go over to the Philistines, w- will I win? And then God didn't answer him. So then he like, he's like, what's going on? Why, why is he not answering me? Why, why won't I win? Did someone sin? Did someone do something wrong? And he's trying to take power into his own hands instead of fully trying to go to God. And, you know, that's when his, you know, his reign fell. You know, and, and David took over because he got selfish. And so, you know, it, it made me think is like, 
it's like, you know, God, God may have, you know, you may have been praying about something. And this is especially in my life. I've been praying about this desire of comedy. Sometimes I don't understand my desire of comedy. You know, I did things the wrong way at the very beginning. It's, it's a great coping skill, but that's what I used it for. I used it for a coping skill. And I went up there and I made it my idol. And I was like, okay, I'm going to lean fully on comedy. And, and I, you know, I used it the wrong way. And then I just, you know, fully, you know, I, you know, fully found Christ and realized what a relationship with Jesus was in Conway. And I prayed about it. I was like, you know, God, if you don't want this desire in me, just take it away. I, I don't want comedy. If you don't think that comedy is good for me, like I really don't want it. And it just, he just never took it away. He just gave me more, he just gave me some opportunities and it's like, it, I think it's a, it's a waiting thing. I think that's really what it is, is, um, you know, it's just like, you know, how, you know, the Israelites had to wait for the promised land or anything else. It's like, you know, God knows what you want. God knows your desires. And he didn't put, he, you know, he doesn't, you know, you don't have those desires for no reason at all. But I think, you know, what people tend to forget is, is just because God gives you peace about it does not mean that he's immediately going to give it to you. You got to, you got to get ready for that journey. And I think that's what it is, is maybe, maybe I'm not fully ready for what God's going to bring yet. And I just need to be, you know, content with the journey and be like, all right, cool. I'm in this journey with God instead of just like, okay, dude, I'm out here for, I'm out here for this reason because I thought, I think you called me out here. So what are you going to do? What, what you doing, man? And you know, I, uh, that's why I sympathize with a lot of these comics. You know, I, I, I feel bad because, you know, I go to these comedy clubs and, um, you know, I, I just feel sometimes the, you know, with Christians, it's the lack of support because they don't want to come watch because they are like, oh, I, I can't go to a comedy club because it's just too vulgar and I just can't listen to the jokes and, you know, whatever's just too bad and just, oh, I can't go. And I, it's just, you know, everybody needs love, man. Everybody starts somewhere and it just sucks because it's like, I, I sympathize with a lot of these comics because I know what they're doing. You know, they just, you know, they laugh at their pain. You know, if you literally listen to all these comics podcasts, they'll have a podcast where they're dumping out emotions because they don't know how to deal with them. They're suppressing it with partying and alcohol and, and, and doing all these things and just trying to like suppress the fact that they haven't seen their kids while they're on tour. And yeah, they're just suppressed. And then all of a sudden they'll take a two month hiatus from comedy and they'll go to an ayahuasca treatment and they'll go to someplace else. And then They'll, they'll come back and they'll feel better for a second. But then guess what? They're, then a few months later, they're back at the same spot again because they don't have Jesus. And, and I would love to just be able to show, you know, these guys Jesus or just, you know, just be, you know, show them that, you know, God's awesome, man. And show them that like, you know, I mean, I couldn't come out here as a 22 year old with nobody and nothing if it wasn't for Jesus. If I didn't have Jesus, there'd be no way I would be surviving out here. No way. There'd be no way. Like, like literally Jesus is the only thing that's keeping my mental health from just absolutely going off and just going AWOL. And I thank God for that. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. I mean, I, I, that's the thing is like me talking this out, just making me realize things to be thankful for. I really honestly believe as a 22 year old kid, if I didn't have Jesus, there'd be no way I'd be surviving out here. I would be very, 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 very depressed. And, you know, I have little rough patches, but then all of a sudden I just pray and God gives me peace. And I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, I mean, thank you, God, for giving me the strength. I'm going through a really tough time. And it's just like, I just see a lot of these comics and I just feel so bad for them because a lot of these people, they just like look at them and they just laugh and they just come back from very, you know, rough, rough places, rough areas, bad family life, no support. Um, and honestly, a lot of them, all they just want to be listened to and just be heard and just be loved on. That's really what it is. And so I just want to, you know, love on people, man, because I mean, I didn't really feel that love growing up. I didn't until I met, you know, until I started developing a relationship with Jesus. Like, I mean, I, I just didn't really feel that love at all, you know, for my dad, for my mom, from anybody. And it's, it's sad to say that, but I mean, it's true. That's, I mean, you gotta, you gotta, I mean, I believe that you gotta be, 
coming from some kind of background uh, in order to be able to stand up on a stage and just shout into a mic in front of a crowd of people to make them laugh. You got to be kind of some kind of cuckoo up here, okay? <laughs> you got to be, there's got to be something coming up here. And I'm not saying all comics just come from pain, but that's a lot of them. A lot of them come from that. And so it's, you know, I have nothing against my parents, but it's just like, there's just some parents that don't need to have kids when they do. And they need to work on themselves. And it's just, um, it's sad, but I mean, it's true. And so, I mean, that's why I had resentment towards, you know, having kids. I was like, I'm not having kids, you know, who knows? I don't know what the future holds now. Oh, Dawson's changing his mind all of a sudden. I think I deep down inside, I wouldn't mind having a mini me rolling around, you know, just, you know, you know, have that father son bond that I've always wanted the healthy one, you know? And, uh, I mean, just, I don't know. It's like one of my favorite moments ever. I mean, this was a very lazy thing that my dad did. You know, the closest thing I got to, the closest I ever got to my dad was whenever he would throw this like little, little pillow football. It was a little pillow football with a Tampa Bay thing on it. And, uh, <laughs> uh, he would, uh, uh, he would just lay on the couch shirtless he would just lay on the couch shirtless and he had this little bowl in his chest man <laughs> we all have, we have that eagle heart divot we have the eagle heart divot man and he would have a he would have m&ms in it while he was watching his sports game and every commercial break he would just take this little stuff football and i would line up like a wide receiver and he would just throw it. Like I would run and run to the end of the run to the end of the house, and he would just throw it. And it was like a it was a perfectly shaped like area to where he could throw it. For, like he would be laying on the couch, and he'd just throw it, and I would catch it, and I would run it back to him. And it wasn't that far. I didn't have to run that far, but uh, I just uh had that moment with my dad. It's just it's it's awesome, and I yes. I'll, I'll be honest. It would be cool to have that w- with my son, you know, and uh, maybe not be the last I go hard, but um, that that would be t- to be continued because I don't want to, you know, get into a serious relationship and all that stuff. And I want to be, you know, I want to really, really grow my relationship with Christ and just, you know, see what he has, see what he has going. But the whole stand up thing, you know, as of right now, dude, I'm going to go at it hard. I really do believe that he's got something for me uh, in that route. But the thing is, though, is it's it's enjoying the journey. It's what it is. It's enjoying the journey and not consuming yourself with the career or the future or whatever. Because honestly, you know, Jesus can come back tomorrow. He could. And I'm content with that. You know, I told my mom that. I was like, hey, if Jesus comes back tomorrow, awesome. And my mom goes, Really? And I'm like, what? She's like, I mean, don't you want to, uh, like, what do you, I'm like, oh, a lot of people don't want to talk about Jesus coming back because a lot of people, especially my age is like, well, I mean, it would be cool to have these life experiences or these life experiences or, uh, or whatever. Okay. I, I mean, you're, if you're, you get to go to heaven, <laughs> dude, I mean, the only time I would be worried about that is if I didn't have a relationship with Jesus and I wasn't going to heaven, man. <laughs> but if he came back tomorrow, awesome. Cool. I don't know exactly what we'd be doing in heaven, but I heard that we would be working. I hope, you know, we'd be singing praises and singing songs to the Lord. I don't, uh, I, I hope I would be, I hope I would make a great contribution to the band. I would. You know, all those 20-year-old kids that just pick up the guitar for the first time. Because the only reason why you're ever 20 years old and wanting to pick up a guitar is because you want to get into a relationship. You want to impress the ladies walking into a coffee shop or whatever. Going like, the girl's like, oh, hey, what what do you like to do for fun? Oh, I just, I dabble into the guitar. If you're over the age of 20, if you're over the age of 20 and you're dabbling into the guitar for the first time. You just want to get into a relationship. That's what it is. You just want to impress the ladies. That's all. You just want to say that you're practicing guitar or you play the guitar. That's all it is. You can't tell me it's for any other reason. Oh, I just always wanted to get into a guitar. It's a hobby. Not when you're 20. When you, you just want to get into a relationship. That's what it is. Now, I got this instrument right here, son. 
boom, that's the instrument that I'm bringing to heaven. I'm practicing for heaven. I'm going to be singing my praises to Jesus on an accordion. Dawson, how'd you get that thing? If you've been listening for a while, you know exactly how I got this thing, son. Look at this. This thing is beautiful. It is, oh, this thing is, whoo, I got it for free uh, from an old job that I had. They just had some extra accordions laying around, and uh, I decided to pick up one of these bad boys, and I'm going to learn how to play it, at least something. I, I kind of got something going on right now. I could play, uh, I could play Yeah by Usher. Oh, just... Let me, let me find the right note here real quick. Find the right key going on. I think that's the right note. Hold on, let, let's play it here real quick. Yeah, by Usher. Oh, let's go, baby. We're going to get this thing going. Ooh, oh, man, this is such a throwback. I love these songs. We got to add. Oh, we got. Here we go. Hey, town. Okay, I got to find that note. You got to stick with me real quick because we're going to find it. Oh, I think I found it. Oh, yes, I found it. Oh, no, I lost it. Oh, yes, sir. Hey, hey, turn that up. Alright, get it started. Again, we're gonna start from the beginning. maybe off beat there for a little bit but that's my heaven instrument right there the accordion i am i'm going heavy with the accordion but oh it's gonna be it's gonna be the most enchanting thing ever the accordion i promise you uh just <laughs> yeah so lady that's how i'm gonna pick up the ladies now i'm not gonna play no guitar i'm gonna be real i'm gonna be real on this thing i'm gonna put, I'm gonna put my shades back i've been taking my shades off and putting them back on so much but i'm gonna Put them back. I'm just going to leave them on for the rest of the podcast. Why not? We're just going to dig it. But that's how I'm going to pick up ladies. You know, there was this uh, girl at the co this coffee uh, coffee drive-thru. I know she was hitting on me. I just know she was. I mean, she might have not been because I was in a lonely state. But, you know, I, I'm just going to take it as she was flirting with me. I'm going to have to go back up there whenever she's working. I'm going to have to show her my accordion skills. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm going to have to show her. I can. Hey, what are you? Hey, she asked me, hey, what are you doing today? Oh, what am I doing today? Oh, I mean, I'm just, you know, playing the accordion. <laughs> I'm just going to practice the accordion today. I don't know how hot that's going to be, but, you know, she'll be like, what? what? The accordion? What can you play on the accordion? What do you mean? I could, I could play Yeah by Usher. I'm going to get tips on that. I'm going to get some, make some money on that. It's going to be amazing. Play Yeah by Usher. <laughs> but... No, it sucks going, oh, I can't, because of my door, man, yeah, that, look, my doors are crushed, I can't get through my door anymore, I gotta go through NASCAR style, and because of the wreck, like, at church and stuff, I just gotta hop on, like, I'm in NASCAR, now I have to ride around with a helmet, and put a helmet on to have a proper excuse of why I'm hopping through my window. Why is Dawson hopping through his, oh, is he putting a helmet on, oh, he must be practicing for the NASCAR race coming up. He might he might have gone into a new hobby, uh, or something. I mean I don't know, but that, I mean that was pretty cool. It, it it's pretty sick though, you know, getting getting your car into new ways and just kind of just hopping in and and getting to that seat. It's it's kind of fun, 
But uh, I can't go through drive-thrus because my window doesn't fully ro- roll down. Um, that that sucks because it won't roll back up. And so, yeah, I, I can't go through drive-thrus. And it, <laughs> I got to get out every time. Or I can go, <laughs> I'm going to go through a drive-thru backwards one time. Put it in reverse. Oh, man, I wonder if that would work. I go in reverse and I turn. Man, that, that would be some sick turning skills. I don't know if that's going to work out so well. I don't know, but find out, find out if I can pick up chicks playing the accordion. We may, we stay tuned and then I'll just reject them. That's how it is. That's how my, okay. That would be the, that would be the best story ever. Like some girl goes, I don't know. I was really interested in this guy. He played the accordion and I got rejected. You got rejected by a guy playing the accordion. Oh man, (laughs) lower your standards then. You're rejected by that accordion player, son. Uh, but also, I found out something interesting, you know, but put put something on the lighter note. I found out that uh, mosquitoes, I, I don't really know how much of it applies out here to uh, Phoenix. Actually, I have been bitten by a few mosquitoes out here, and it's kind of annoying because I think I brought them with me from Arkansas. I don't know if you've ever been trapped with a fly from Arkansas to New Mexico, but that was quite annoying, but it was kind of fun too because you're like, man, I just dropped this fly off into a new terrain. It doesn't even know where it's at. You know, it's just in a whole new atmosphere. You know, it's it, it's fly friends. You were like, "Hey, yo. Hey, yo, Chris, how about you go how about you go in that car uh, how about you go in that area real quick? I heard there was some uh there was some good uh some like left left soft drinks or something to buzz around around in." He's like, "Oh, really? Like in there?" And they're like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure." And then I get in the car Roll up my window. This was prior to the wreck. Uh, roll up the window, and and next thing you know, the fly's trapped in there, and it's two f- supposed fly buddies are just like laughing, and I'm like, ha ha, ah, we got you, just like we got Tim, yes sir, ha <laughs> And then he drives with me from Arkansas all the way to New Mexico, drop him into a new land, and he goes on to a little fly adventure. I don't know if flies would just like, you know, have to conform to a whole new lifestyle. I don't know if. You know, when a fly meets a new fly from a different terrain, like they, they can communicate or something or, you know, start building friendships or if they just die because, you know, that might be an Arkansas fly, drop it off and New Mexico flies are different. But it was quite an adventure. But also what I found out was is that uh, uh, to, to defend yourself from mosquitoes, I know that uh, uh, you got bug spray. Which smells awful and it just ugh, it's just disgusting. I don't like bug bug spray. You got candles, you got other things to defend yourself from mosquitoes. But did you know that EDM? Did you know some of that Skrillex? Uh, there's a study that was shown. Um, let me let me pull it up here on the internet. Uh, mosqui- mosquitoes hate EDM. Electronic dance music. But one team of researchers took a, a noisier approach, discovering that electronic dance music, specifically Skrillex's Scary Monster and Nice Spirits, a song released back in 2010, was a real buzzkill for mosquitoes. Oh, that's awesome. Who knew that the whole time they had been sending mosquito nests to Africa, all they needed to do was just pack up Skrillex, send them out there and just make a dubstep party for all those guys out there. And all the mosquitoes would be like, you know what? I'm out. I can't deal with these wave frequencies. I can't stand this sound. This is just, <laughs> bro. I mean, that is awesome. Just imagine being a mosquito and I don't, what, what would it, why would, why, let me see. Oh, there's a whole website on, there's a whole, who, who are these researchers? I want to know, I want to get that job. I want to have that job where the whole time you've been researching, I got this hat. I got to just imagine being a researcher on this and you go in and you're just like, I don't even know how a researcher, how do you even come up onto this discovery? Like, how do you, 
at all. Just like you just break through and you're just like, guys, you got a Red Bull in your hand or something. You got some, got some papers. You're like, guys, I just found something magnificent and I just have, I have a discovery. Please, please, please look at this research. Look, look at this research. I found the cure to getting rid of mosquitoes. Listen to me. Listen. Okay. So I did, I've been literally, I've been up for three days straight already. I found how to get rid of mosquitoes. Hear me out. Skrillex. Okay. I literally just turned on some ED music, EDM music, because I was just wanting to enjoy my lunch. Listen to some, listen to some of that just pumped up stuff. And the mosquitoes just went away. And uh, I just put them in a jar and I let them listen to Skrillex over and over again. And they just, they just, they, they blew up. I would love to be a researcher <laughs> that gets paid. Did he get the Nobel Peace Prize by a chance? A star student of team judges. Hold on. Um, is there any? Oh, so it's the vibrations, the low frequency by vibrations. Um. Hmm. <laughs> so it messes with their mating. So flies, so mosquitoes, so mosquitoes don't don't mate if they're hit, listening to those uh, to listening to Skrillex. Just <laughs> I love it. Just being a mosquito and all of a sudden flying around some like some mosh pit guy's house, some guy that just loves some EDM. He's still living in the 2010s and he's just like taking a shower and there's just two mosquitoes and just coming in, buzzing around. Are you kid? Are you serious right now? No, no, I, I would be, you know what? No, I'm not good. You know, I'm not good right now. And I'm agitated. He's playing Skrillex right now. I can't, I can't do it. I'm just not in the mood for anything right now. I just want to, I just want to die. That's what I really want to do. <laughs> dude that's that's hilarious i i'm down for it so there you go folks just play skrillex anytime that you're camping or anything like that just start playing bangerang man i'm just mm, 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 that edm and get the mosquitoes away they will not touch you they will not bother you <laughs> get get rid of them Ugh. Take the hat off. I'm done talking about that. Done talking about it. Uh, because we're gonna we're we're getting on in here to the conclusion. I'm gonna take the glasses off for the conclusion. Um, get the head headband all back on straight. But um, I want to conclude. You know how I conclude every uh, podcast, or how I've been concluding every podcast, and just um, put my computer right there. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna roll on over or flip on over to uh deuteronomy so if you uh if you're at home or uh in a peaceful spot you want to flip over to deuteronomy 31 verse 6 with me you can go ahead and do that highlight this verse this is good uh this was a good reminder for me uh definitely through uh through you know the season that I'm in and I know other people that are that are in this season well I don't know them personally but I'm assuming that's there's other people in this season too of the you know seven billion people that are on this planet so um you know there's probably some young people out there that are having a hard time and they're just at their wits end and I just want to let y'all know that you know just from experience of you know going through a little bit of a rough patch that you know Jesus loves you no matter what and, uh, I know that he loves me and he gives me grace every day because, you know, I'm human. I need that grace and mercy. Thank him every day for it. And there might be times that, you know, I don't, you know, I have my faith, you know, lingers and I, I kind of want, I get tempted to go back on those, my old ways and I just don't want to lean on him and it's just not worth it. It really is not worth it. And, uh, I just want to read you verse six of Deuteronomy 31, where it says, Be strong and courageous, don't be terrified or afraid of them, for it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. He won't. He will not leave you or forsake you. 
and uh, I uh, I figured out another tattoo idea that I, I that I want to get in the future uh, once I get that income coming in. I have a tattoo on my side that says Forsaken, and um, I got it as a tribute to my brother. It's graffiti. He's got skateboard and stuff like that. And whenever he passed, I got this tattooed on my side, and I got the words Forsaken. And that means, you know, not, you know, uh, like you're, you know, no, basically no one loved him and, you know, no one would listen to him and he just felt abandoned. That, there you go. That's the word I was looking for. And so I put that on there because I wanted a word to symbolize, you know, why he was in the state that he was. And so, um, and so I realized that me getting that tattoo now, I realized also that I was in that state as well, that I felt like I was forsaken and I felt like that I, no one loved me and uh, no one was there for me. And that, um, I, uh, you know, I try to find love and I try to find just, you know, I guess I try to find, you know, labeling in other people's words instead of Jesus. And, uh, I, uh, I'm going to get chosen on this other side because of the song. Uh, I, I can't, I'm, I'm so terrible with song names at times. It's just like, I'm not chosen. I mean, I'm chosen, not forsaken. I am who you say I am. Yeah. Okay. Y'all can, y'all can sound bite that, find the song of it. But, um, that song really stuck out for me and I'm chosen. And so I'm probably going to get that on my other side because, um, that just symbolizes forsaken and chosen, you know, I, uh, it's just something for me, but like, I, what I'm trying to get out with this whole thing is I just want to motivate y'all and show y'all like in the grand scheme of things, this is life. It doesn't matter. Like, I mean, people could try to put as much validation as possible, uh, in, in things in their life, their careers, their, uh, their girlfriends, relationships, wife, kids, um, money, you know, whatever they try to find that makes them happiness outside of God. But in reality, whenever you pass away, you're not going to have any of those things. All you're going to have is you're going to be up in heaven with God. And, you know, uh, all that sin is going to be gone and stripped away and the flesh is going to be gone, baby. And, you know, I can't wait for the day. And, you know, I hope you can't wait for the day either. And if you don't have Jesus, I pray that you find him, man. I, because, I mean, he changed my life and he's, you know, keep on constantly changing it. And I, I don't want to be, I don't want to be that shake weight Christian, baby. I don't want to be that shake weight Christian. I want to, that's the term that I'm using. I want to, I don't want to be that shake weight Christian. I want to just stay where I'm at and just be like, all right, cool. I believe in God. I gave my life to him. And now I'm just going to kind of just go to church and just kind of like, you know, still do, you know, whatever, you know, whatever I want, but I'm just going to kind of like, you know, stay in comfort. You know, I, I, I don't want to be that shake weight Christian. I want you know want God to keep on working in my life and constantly make me grow. And guess what? If sometimes I got the you know the trials and tribulations, you know, you know, there's so many times Jesus went through trials, and so many times the other guys in the Bible, you know, went through trials. You know, it's times I feel like Ezekiel. You know, I feel like Job just ripping my shirt off. Not not buzzing the hair. I don't want to buzz the hair, but just ripping the shirt off. Uh, that would that would be worthy because I mean I, I got other shirts I can that I can afford the hair it just took too long to grow and I you know I use product and stuff in it to keep it maintained of how it is and it's just like that's a that's a that's a whole different kind of level of stuff but definitely ripping the shirt for yeah definitely having the you know the job experience sometimes you know <laughs> but uh, not being that shake weight Christian that's what I encourage you Christians okay the other Christians that are listening to this don't be a shake weight Christian you know to where you're just like all right cool. I'm not really getting any bigger, but I'm just maintaining and just maintaining. No, get stronger. Drop the shake weight. Be stronger. That term is that term's a solid term. Okay, I don't care if you make fun of me for it all you want to. That's a shake weight Christian. That doesn't make any sense. I'm putting it on a t-shirt. Okay, don't be a shake weight Christian. That's how it's going to be. <laughs> but um, thank you all so much for listening to episode 60 of the last cycle heart podcast please i encourage you to uh, like subscribe comment email me yeah email me dm me you know guys i would love you know to you know just kind of like 
if you want to email me your story, uh, it'll be in the comments or DM me your story, you know, something you're going through, something I can pray for you about, you know, we're all in this together, man. And that's the thing. It's like, I know I'm going through my stuff, but the thing is those, I know that I'm not the only one that's going through these things. I know there's other people that, you know, got even worse situations or you know, there's other people that are just going s- simply through some like a breakup or something. So I would like to know, uh, who needs prayer. And so we could be praying for you and I could be praying for you. Um, because you know, community is important and all of us together are very important. And so, uh, if you, if you like this podcast as well, make sure to like subscribe, you know, and also just let me know if you enjoy it. If you don't enjoy it, let me know as well where I can improve. I'm always, I'm always good with criticism. It doesn't, it doesn't matter as long as it's constructive. Okay. As long as it's constructive. Um, there was, there was another thing I was going to say too. And it just, it was in my head and it just slipped. Um, Oh, comedy, comedy. Uh, I'm going to be performing. I don't know if anybody's in Phoenix that is listening to this, but I'm going to be performing, uh, at the house of comedy, uh, November 2nd. So, uh, I'm going to be doing that little spot thing again. It's going to be an amazing show. It's gonna be awesome. It's a great venue. So I'm going to be there pulling out my nice, uh, seven minutes, my best seven minutes I got. And then uh, I'm going to be also performing, uh, I don't know the dates exactly yet, but it's also some, sometime coming up in November, I'm p- performing at Tempe Tavern. No, not Tempe Tavern. What's it called? The I- Tempe Improv. The Tempe Improv, Tempe Tavern. That's an open mic that I go to. You can come to the open mic as well. It's on Tuesdays in the, at the evening. But no, uh, you'd probably rather bring your friends and family uh, to the Tempe Improv uh, to hear some of that nice, good old comedy. Um I, I need to get 10 people to come to the uh, Tempe Improv. So, you know, if you want to be one of my 10, hit me up. Let me know. Um, and uh, as always, I also, you know, I, I'm trying to sign up for another open mic at Stir Crazy Comedy on uh, Wednesdays. I get seven minutes if I bring three people. So if you want to be one of those three, hit me up. Um, I, I can't guarantee you to fly you out to Phoenix if you're uh, li- if you're listening at my hometown or listening at to outside of Arizona. But if you're in Phoenix, Arizona, and you can make it to Stir Crazy Comedy or the Tempe Improv or the House of Comedy, hit me up. Let me know that you're coming. I would love to. Uh, I would love to hear from it. But once again, everybody, thank you for listening to episode 60 of the Last Psycho Heart Podcast. I'll be seeing you next week. Psycho Heart Podcast. Podcast. You are, are listening to uh, the Last Psycho Heart Podcast. You are listening to the Last Psycho Heart Podcast.